Hi, and welcome to another edition of Editing Aloud. Um, uh, panel, we're going to talk about the story on the front page of Business Day, Visa to loosen his grip on ShopRite. I have only the vaguest of grips on what the story implies. I'm sure it isn't on the front page of Business Day for nothing. Um, but Christo Visa owns ShopRite, which, which we know owns Checkers. H how? Sikonati. So the ShopRite comes from the pyramid pyramids of old in South Africa on the JSE, where if Peter Bruce starts a company but needs to raise capital, mm. uh, so you will then need other people to pitch in money. You, you don't have all the money you need, mm. but you need to ensure protection vests in you. So you'll control. Uh, control. Thank you, Ron. Control vests with you. Yeah. So you will. There, there will be a class of shares that is uh, okay. that is high voting and and only accessible to a certain number of people. And people actually Christo pay for, the, for the, Christo, people pay for the non-voting shares. P people pay they for non-voting shares because uh, they are idiots or there's because some they back the entrepreneur. It's like a backing. Oh, so they're backing. They're so backing. They're backing, exactly. they're backing you. In, in his case, they're backing. Or in this Christo case, they'd have been backing um, Visa. Um, Visa. They believe you are so good. Or Whitey Besson. Was it Whitey Besson or Visa? Yeah. Whitey was the jockey. Yeah. Visa was the chairman. Okay. And and Whitey managed the company and grew uh, the, 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 the wealth yeah. of those investors exponentially. Yeah. But the, the, the control, the pyramid control, gave Christo Visa 32% voting interest. Yeah. These are not shares. Yeah. And then he owned, like every, like every other shareholder now, he owned 16%. So he, with 16% of the, of the shares, he of controlled 48% yeah. he, he yeah. of the company. Is there, now he's is discussing there a price, is, So is there a price to that sort of control, though? Why would he be loosening it? Why would he be now not wanting as much control? Ron, what, what's it? I mean, I, I think it's where the, the company itself is trying to distance itself from Christopher. Uh, so this is not this Visa is, to lose. No, this, not, like, this no, is ShopRite This is ShopRite, the new yeah. ShopRite, right? Yeah. So okay. I, I think also I think Visa is in a, in a precarious position right now where, I mean, the house are out for him and anything and all the debts yeah. around it's a stand-up story. So it's like ShopRite, the company itself yeah. now, in a, in a position where they can... Um, Buy, buy out that uh, that voting control, but it's also it's, it's an issue of visa losing those, credibility. Look, those pyramids say. still exist in this country. Yeah. I mean, Naspers yeah. is run by, uh, on by a, as a pyramid, right? Chris yeah. Chris Becker owns and his management still. Yeah, yeah. the real shares. The and real shares. Everyone else owns N shares. I think they're called. Mm -hmm. But that's yeah. being challenged still, right? Like yeah, internationally. I was going yeah. to say, I, I think this is more like the broader, bigger is picture here is, is really about about governance. Yeah. I mean, there's been a bit of a backlash against these sort of structures yeah. know, because I mean, they always basically lives there in the money. Who, who is backlashing? No, I mean, there's been, I mean, like, as, you, as you mentioned, the controversies around NASPAS always yeah. comes up in every yeah. AGM, especially the smaller shareholders, because smaller shareholders they feel they don't they, yeah. they get disadvantaged because yeah. yeah. basically like, their share is not worth the same yeah. as, as, as yeah. another person. In the, in the case of ShopRite, there are uh, several things to consider. Uh, the first being Christopher's age himself. He's 77 years old and of he, the companies, uh, the King Codes recommend a director at 70 should retire. Oh, really? he, he's 77 years old and with, with all the reactions at Steinhoff mm -hmm. uh, and, and his, his sons being uh, negatively affected there or, or the stigma of Steinhoff uh, which stuck to Christo means he does not exactly have uh, someone uh, to, to, to take over. Uh, shop right after after him. So th this does then allow him to actually ease out. But so at the same time, uh, as Ron pointed out, there's the, the issue of credibility. Uh, everything associated with Christopher Visa at this point is quite problematic in the light of Steinhoff. Because at one stage, if I remember correctly, 
he was trying to merge ShopRite and Steinhoff. Mm. That is why... And uh, that, came very, that actually came very mm, close yeah, to happening. That was his big, I mean, his whole, his big goal in life. Right. Uh, at some point when, when he realized keeping money offshore is the is future for, for, his, yeah. for his investment. Yeah. And that's the Frankfurt thing. And remember he was... He was go back famously to the, found famously, with a bag full yeah. of 600,000 so pounds. Yeah. Exactly. It almost tells you his thinking. So that was all. So taking Steinhoff into Frankfurt and Steinhoff eventually tying up with ShopRite, that will be Visa's golden goose. Okay, so it didn't happen. A dream is shattered. shattered. And, 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 um, Which saved him. Yeah, imagine. probably said... Well, it's, it's, it also cost him. I mean, how much did he lose on Steinhoff? 30, 40 billion rand? 50 billion rand. 50 billion rand. Yeah. Maybe he didn't save him. Can you imagine? Look, this is like, if that happened, there would have been so much smoke and mirrors that no one would have known what, what, what empty vessel yeah. Steinhoff is. But all oh, they combining with ShopRite. So, so it would have kicked the can down the road to yeah. a later date. Maybe Luke, does then, he then just become, through this process, an ordinary but pretty powerful shareholder uh, in Steinhoff, into which now other people can... In ShopRite. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, and ShopRite, into which other people can now make a play for it, try and take it over. Uh, or, or and that is the main thing for yeah. minority shareholders. Yeah. Uh, investors should be able to, uh, to, yeah. to come in. The company should always be subject yeah. to a takeover, Isn't which it? keeps also, management yeah. on their toes. And also, yeah. like, it will help the company reiterate its share price, right? You yeah. Imagine now, if you want to buy shares in ShopRite and you think it's controlled by Visa, that same guy who did that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So now yeah. with him not controlling, I think the share will be become more attractive, more attractive yeah. for people to buy. But in, isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting the way when South African companies go abroad, mm. and it's not limited to them? You know, yeah. it, I know. I remember when I used to work for the EFT in London, mm. the same thing would happen to the Brits. Mm. They'd make big investments abroad, you know, in Australia or mm. America, and they would crash. Yeah. It wouldn't work. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I read a story today saying, was it? Um, um, yes, Wilson Bailey Holmes mm. had lost a fortune building a road in, in, in between Sydney and Melbourne yeah. or something like that. Mm. I see the cover of the next FM, or this week's FM, yeah. um, Ian Moore is the, is the uh, uh, CEO of, of, of Woolworths, mm. and the FM cover is saying, Ian Moore's 21.4 billion lemon. <laughs> Can Woolworths yeah. survive Australia? So yeah. they've gone and bought all a sorts of things player, in yeah. Australia. Mm. David Jones and, and uh, mm. I was going to say David, David Jones, <laughs> David Jones Locker, um, uh, Country Road and all those sort of things. Are they failing too? Are they battling? Yeah, Why can't we do it? Why can't we own businesses in other countries? I think like, I mean, there's, I'm sure, I mean, there's some success stories, but very few, right? But, but when Woolworths goes to Australia and other our companies go abroad, it's the panic syndrome with South Africans, right? When, they're simple, just trying to get capital out the country. Yeah, and, and because they're panicking about the country's economic prospects and like, hey, there's, yeah. a, there's a downturn. Woolworths was a great company up until before they went into to Australia. Yeah. It was doing very well, but there would be a cyclical downturn. I mean, if you look at... And that panic, throw all that money into Australia. There was no then panic. You get burned. I suppose there was a form of panic, but yeah. if you go back to the 90s, yeah. there were those big five yeah. companies that left, right? There was uh, Anglo-American yeah. went, Old Mutual yes. went, SA Breweries yes. went. Who else went? Dimension Data went. Dimension Data um, <laughs> Uh, have, what are, I mean, some of them don't even well. exist yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Only one has... Was, is it mutual, mm -hmm. so mutual came back. Yeah. Yeah. But did they come back with this tail between its yes. legs? No, yes, definitely. Oh, really? It's definitely yeah. compared. I mean, really? I mean, really? Sure if you look at it, it, like, it doesn't add value for, for shareholders. I mean, yeah. It might have added value for the executives. They go to London and send their kids to private schools. I'm sure that's right. But I'm not sure whether... 
The only yeah. one was SB Miller, who you could say, but but SB Miller well, was so they did very well. Very well. Those executives did very well. Very for well, and the company, but <laughs> SB Miller's smartness of it, they focused on Africa, on emerging market. Yeah. Even though they were in London based, but they were an emerging market brewer. So they yeah. didn't want trying to dominate the US. Yeah. They, they got a what is a Miller, but mm. yeah. emerging markets was their game plan. Yeah. I mean, all mutual wanted to become a British insurer. Yeah. Like, I mean, please, like, come so on. What, but what's uh, the, uh, Anglo is a shadow of its former self, yeah. Um, yeah. about to be taken over by an Indian. Gajillionaire, yeah. or there, is, there is investor, like I said, but I mean, that's been a success in fairness. I mean, they, they, they built an asset manager so there. That, 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 that's very and uh, listen, uh, you know, you, one keeps hearing little stories, but nobody ever makes a song and dance about it. Mm. Discovery does some nice business overseas as mm. well. It's done very well in Ireland, yeah. of all places. I believe it does well in China. The one thing um, that Discovery does out of or mutual and I it seems not to take over things yeah one not taking over yeah. and they actually have a unique selling proposition yeah. with yeah. their vitality yeah. 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 almost lost them in there yeah. where no one is yeah. whereas all mutual want to sell insurance to yeah. the europeans and know insurance yeah. very well right the other guys are going so it depends on what you're actually selling then do you have a competitive offering i mean also, also yeah. mutual, remember they expanded into the u.s at the right at the wrong time just before the subprime crisis. Yes. <laughs> so, nah, so that was not like the... the let, let's bring it Hindsight is a perfect science, of yeah. course, but... <laughs> let, let's bring it back home uh, where ShopRite has had success, yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. It was on the African continent. Yeah. The company now employs about 150,000 people in Africa. Exactly. In including this, us. Including, including South Africa. Yeah. Because they didn't do exactly what you guys are discussing. Uh, in, they didn't uh, what are pointing no They didn't go to, 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 other, uh, to other continents and they did not acquire anything they just grew organically throughout the continent and and that has been their success Woolworths went into Nigeria and came back uh, w without success yeah. and lost a lot of money and as did no even mining money. compared to what even, they even mining companies yes absolutely yes. then they went to Australia thinking uh, they will they, they will make it and then they have lost even more money uh, so so shop right Christo Vise and, and, and the team, combination of YT Person, yeah. did fantastic work and, and uh, really enriched the, the, the investors yeah. in that company. Yeah. Something that uh, no other retailer has done. By the time Steinhoff collapsed, was, was ShopRite in any way connected to it other than Visa? No, uh, no they only so shared the chairman. major shareholder and chairman. Yeah. That's all. They were separate entities. And the deal, was, mm. the deal Steinhoff, uh, Marcus Uoste, and and, and, and Visa where we were trying to stitch together was yeah. to bring them together. And uh, Whitey Person said, uh -uh, I don't think so. He yeah. had been chief executive so he's, of he stood up. He stood up years. to it. Yeah, Whitey and Jusa have never been on one page, ever. So like, oh, really? Whitey and Jusa. Whitey and Jusa. People and talk about the Stellenbosch Mafia. Yeah. There's no Stellenbosch. <laughs> they all know each other, right? Whitey and Jusa have yeah. always been on office plays, yeah. and he never quite got why Visa is in love with this uh, character called Jusa. Yeah. He always kind of talked Visa again. Against him, but Vanya Viso, uh, and Protege, and whatever case may be. To leave. Who, Whitey. Yeah, Whitey, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he got some. Whitey was very happy when this was A billion or two, or two billion uh, to, to so leave shop, right? Is he, is he left now? Yeah, Whitey retired last year. Yeah. Uh, after, was it 28 years yeah. as chief executive? Yeah. He's the guy that actually grew ShopRite for Christopher sure, sure. Vise, yeah. and, and Yoste was so on the other side growing Steinhoff. Right. Mm. What happened? What, what was Steinhoff Africa? That's the Pepco. That's a yeah. that's Pepco. That's Pepco. That is okay. a that is a gem of a company. Unfortunately, like that whole Steinhoff part of it just yeah. like really muddied it. But Pep Pep's an awesome so company. But that that remains and that's okay and that's good. That that's a real cash business. Out of everything, not, not yeah, it's not yeah. full of related parties and yeah. all of these. 
Yeah, actually, yeah. almost at its, at its core, Steinhoff. Yeah. Pep, Pep is the one thing out of all that rubbish that's there that's solid business, cash flow, the cash only, and a proper footprint. And that mm. almost makes, it almost made sense for me when they were doing the ShopRite, Steinhoff thing. The only thing that actually made sense was Pep and, and ShopRite yeah. as, a, as a merge. The rest was just, just hot noise. Right? And would they ever merge? In the future, play. You know, you know, one never knows. But I think, yeah, Pep and Shoprite, because they're all they're all in the same mall. They're next yeah. to each other in every of these yeah. every every mall across the country, yeah. rural area. There'll be a Shoprite right next to Pep. So there is some semblance of synergies you can. And in the smallest of, of towns, would there be a lot This is the unique thing. Uh, in the smallest of towns, like my hometown of Mbeleni, yeah. you will find a Pep there. Uh, you yeah. may not find anything else, but you will find a pep. Fading, will fading they... blue sun. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, will they be allowed, with, with Christoph, you said, not being the dominant shareholder, yeah. the, the whole thing is open. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. open to, to uh, any But play. Pepco was the business that Visa first got into, wasn't it, yeah. initially? That's his claim. It started up in Kimberley or Kimberley. somewhere near Kimberley. His dad gave him the initial investment. That, uh, there's open the whole well, family. Somebody else, somebody else started yeah. it. Yeah, yeah somebody sort of else started Bargain basement clothes. Christo yes. bought and, it when it was only four stores yeah. Yeah. in the Northern Cape, yeah. in Carnarvon, Kimberley. Yeah. I, 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 I like the story about his dad giving everything. Yeah. All everything into Christo to buy the thing, yeah. and almost collapsed the family. That thing it's went quite down. Extraordinary. It's quite extraordinary. These stories are <laughs> extraordinary. They're extraordinary stories. Yeah, they you are. Africana, modern Africana capitalism. Yeah. Sort yeah. of post Johann, yes. post um, um, Johann's, um, Anton Anton Rutte. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're amazing. Stay with us. We've got lots to talk about. We'll see you after the break. Welcome back. Um, panel, uh, um, I know that Jabba Mabuza was giving evidence uh, earlier on at the Zondo Commission this week in this very building about ESCOM and, and uh, the machinations, uh, um, uh, Sikonati, of one of your favorite people, uh, Mr. Koko. Um, how powerful was his, um, his statement to the Commission? How damaging was it to the looters. So Jabu Mabuza basically came in and told uh, Judge Zondo what ESCOM did when Jabu Mabuza got appointed together with the new board in January 2018. Mm. What they did, they suspended people like Machela Koko. Mm. Uh, Anoj Singh had already uh, been suspended and he immediately resigned. So they went on a forensic investigation, yeah. took the machines that the, 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 these people who had been implicated in corruption had used. And, and Mabuza used these words through a court process. They did a, conducted a forensic investigation which uncovered a co collusion with, uh, of ESCOM executives with the Gupta companies' uh, regime. So this Australia is the Coco had actually been corresponding with them and sending them His, ESCOM documentation, right? Mabuza specifically said when Machela Coco was returned to ESCOM after that four-month suspension yes. with the four executives, yeah. that very day, he started sending emails with confidential uh, and classified information to Salim Essa, who was working with Regiments Capital yeah. and Mackenzie. Yeah. Uh, but Ben Gubane was doing the same. Suzanne Daniels, who was head of the legal department, yeah. was doing the same. Uh, Anuj Singh was Quite doing the same. They were they, they were all basically. What would it What would have been in these documents? And and he and, and he said, some of the board resolutions were drafted by. Uh, Salim Essa and Trillian and then sent into ESCOM to be put on the letterhead and rubber stamped and, 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 and uh, voted on and accepted. But that, as, um, that implies that they were in fact fraudulent. 
the resolutions. You, you, you could say they yeah. were uh, yeah. in the sense that someone yeah. who's got nothing to do with the company yeah. drafts a resolution yeah. around Robin resolution for the company that exposes ESCOM to 1.87 billion yeah. rent. Is there enough in what he was saying um, for there to be a, um, a prima facie case against P some of Peter, these people? Uh, what Mabuza was saying was what this newspaper business day yeah. and the financial mail yeah. for the past three years we, we really yourself, you've we, done brilliant we, reporting on we it. really worked on, on yeah. those we had access to these documents yeah. and and then uh, the Gupta emails came and the whole media had access to it and those emails have now been accepted as evidence yeah, before the commission yeah. what he was doing then was adding to those uh, adding okay. more information indeed okay. and confirming what we had been writing over yeah. the past three Does four it years. matter necessarily if you, and I, I, help me on a point of law, I mean, so look, anybody who's implicated in, in this, in people's testimony has the right to come and give evidence to the, to the commission. Does it, does it matter, Ron, whether they, in, in, for, in order for them, to, for charges now to be drawn up against them, mm. does it matter whether they've given evidence to the commission or not? I mean, uh, they are liable to... Uh, yeah, to you're liable at the end of the, the recommendation will come and... The and, the, and the security agencies or the legal agencies mm -hmm. like the NPA yes. can act whether they... Whether yeah. they... Whether you've, whether you've given or testimony or not. Whether you've not. So at the end of the recommendation from Zondo, as So I what you want from Cyril Ramaphosa, mm -hmm. President Cyril Ramaphosa, is you want, you want the proclamation forming this, the investigative directorate yes. at the NPA mm -hmm. and they can we, start doing this stuff really yeah, quickly. We, but we what it would take... I mean, this judging from the, little I heard, mm. from the little I heard Jabba Mabuza say, mm. it would take about half an hour to draw up a vague, you know, a, a solid, the, the, a reasonably solid charge against the, the someone. The one thing we need to, mm. to be careful of is to separate the court process where charges will be preferred in court in a criminal matter yeah. versus the commission. Of course. So, so, so this will give recommendations yes. and say, these are the findings. Yeah. These guys, this guy is guilty charge of XYZ. Charge him, charge him, yeah. charge him. Forward, yeah. Again, with evidence that has been available to the media for four years. Yeah. Now, yeah. Th this is the thing. For four years, we have had this. We've been writing about yeah. it, telling the story that is now being confirmed yeah. under oath. Yeah. Uh, nothing has happened. The commission will give a, a recommendation and say, charge that guy, charge that guy, charge that guy, charge that guy. But but no in, but independently of the no, commission, no, no, but independently of the commission, Shamila Batohi, who is the new mm. head of the NPA, could, in theory, or even in practice, once she has, even now, she could. There is nothing preventing her from going ahead and charging anybody. Not at all. No. Okay. Okay. Well, that's was it was Agritzi, Agritzi, right? Right. He was part of this commission. No, but and, and he was. No, but he was. But there were something. there were previous charges already yeah. prepared in that. So somebody's it's typing, right? I yeah. mean, somebody's got to actually type, do the letters and type the charges, Apparently and then they've got to go. There's a shortage of typists. There's too a shortage in of typists in the uh, NPA. Yeah. Thirty-seven percent unemployment yeah. rate. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, look, but I mean, it's it's been it's been fascinating. We now wait for the NPA to start behaving like we all expected to. Peter, you know, the key thing she, she understands, and she said mm. when she was appointed, that she understood how frustrated the South African public were, how desperate we were for some justice out of, to come out of her office, mm. um, and that she was going to give it to us. You know? And now we wait. It's one month uh, and counting. The key thing we did not mention about the ESCOM testimony. So the commission will deal with ESCOM for the next two or three weeks. Yeah. Today, uh, as, the, uh, as, as we recorded the yeah. show, 
the chief executive, former chief executive of Optimum Coal, who worked right. for Glencore, yeah. was testifying uh, before uh, Jabu, uh, before the, the, the Zondo Commission. Yeah. It is here that we will now get to know exactly what happened in that meeting, Musabin Zizwane held in Zurich. In Zurich. Yes, yeah. we will be told. The one that he never went on. The, the one that he never <laughs> went on. And the then, trip he never took. And yeah. ended up in India uh, in, yeah. a, in, a, in a Gupta jet. Via Dubai. Via Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason to go to Dubai, obviously, is to do what? I mean, we all know. Yeah. It's, 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 it's it takes price. half an hour or an yeah. hour or a day to open a bank account and yes. then you're gone. Um, Even like that whole thing when what was Philip Mbalula went there for a holiday, a family holiday. I'm like, <laughs> 700,000. Why, out of all places on planet Earth, yeah. take your kids to Dubai for a holiday? <laughs> to a desert. <laughs> to a 700,000 rand, like, come, yeah. on, come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. stuff. Mm. Listen, um, what did you think of Tito Mbaweni? I mean, I, I wasn't here for the live budget discussion uh, last Wednesday, but he comes out of it um, quite well, don't you think? Uh, I think it did. I mean, the the presentation was good. I think, like you got, uh, as I was mentioned, you got a special mention yourself in the, in the, in the, in the, the press conference. Not in the budget speech, but in the, in the briefing, right? In the yeah, briefing, yes, yes. Then, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I mean it's, it's always been talk about him since he came in. In fact, he he's, he himself allowed this talk to 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 be yeah. that, that, that that he's not really interested in the job. That sort of forced him into it, and then he's yeah. not going to stay. But but in, but and, and also they thought the sense even with the pre previous like in the medium term wasn't really his and whatever there yeah. was questions whether or not he actually had any any, any, yeah. any input in this one. But it, but it gave the impression of somebody who actually did. Okay. And who actually was actually quite passionate seemed, about it. You seemed at ease, and I love the yeah. way he mm. talked about state-owned companies, and it was very casual. Maybe that was um, a sort of you know a, a charming veneer to hide the awful truth below it, which is that our fiscal position is now worse than it was. Oh yeah, no, no, the, 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 the numbers were de def definitely yeah. depressing. But, yeah. but, 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 but but I mean, the way it was so forthright about what was wrong, what needed to be yeah. fixed, was actually quite refreshing. And then we also also made, also, also left the place feeling a bit is like sort of optimistic. Do we think? Do we think? Just to, just to come back to the bit where he mentions me in the briefing, yeah. it's because I'd written the column based on a column Carol Payton had written, yeah. was that he didn't look interested in his job. And so I called a, a lot of people after I read Carol's thing, and they said, yeah, he doesn't, doesn't seem all that interested. Yeah. And in fact, he told, he told a room full of people at one of the colloquiums yes. that he had at Gibbs mm. that he wasn't coming back after the election. Mm -hmm. So then in the briefing, he says... Um, you know, the first part of this, this is, of this budget is for <laughs> is for Peter Bruce. Um, a solemn uh, vow. You know, <laughs> as <Asma, laughs> took a solemn <laughs> vow and the Constitution, all that, mm. and then all you know, all that. But then he fails to pitch up at the Nedbank um, uh, uh, dinner, mm. <coughs> which finance ministers always attend and are always the main speaker at. But he didn't pitch. At least he didn't pitch up at the New Age dinner on the That's budget. True. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, let, me, let me give him, maybe, maybe I can defend him here. I don't know why he didn't pitch up because there wasn't any statement. But, but I, I was at the briefing listening to him. You could tell that he, was, he had a bit of a cold. So yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe uh, just uh, wasn't up to Come it. on, come on, come on. <laughs> this guy for <laughs> 10 years yeah. has not had a proper job, right? Mm. After the isolation from the Zuma thing. This guy has got used to a particular way of living where no one tells him what to do. Where there's no PA, like, minister, yeah. be here. So he's not I would a have advised the change of shirt if yeah. I was yeah. the, <laughs> exactly. beneath yeah. yeah, but he's yeah. Uh, no, he's yeah, he needs to no, he needs to almost get more engaged with Treasury. Uh, one thing about Treasury, it's a great team, but he needs to get Treasury on board with him and move yeah. forward. He's, yeah. no, he's great, he's perfectly like, capable he's of doing exactly. It. I mean, he's like he's awesome. Guy, yeah. I mean, even but, during the but, speech, he was comfortable with the issues. He has to deal with 
Look, if one is going to be able to take some criticism yeah, yeah. or a joke. Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I remember we, we, uh, on Business Day years ago, he, he was announcing an interest rate increase mm. or something like that. And he took out his handkerchief and he was mopping his brow like that. Yeah. So, of course, it was the picture yes. that we had to use in the paper. And yeah. we went really sort of tight in on the thing. <laughs> yeah. And there was this big headline, you know, Tito Sweats so or whatever yeah, yeah. it might be. And he, he banned photographers from his press conferences after that. You, know, you couldn't take a picture of it. I enjoy, so I enjoy that, we, that. We kept using more. the same picture, yeah. which was the result. You know, yeah. I mean, there were no new ones. Yeah. But will he stay? Yeah, I, he, he, yeah. I asked him. I, I was at the yeah. briefing. And I was at the close-up in Pretoria. I asked him directly, are you available after the election? Don't tell me about the presidential yeah. prerogative. Yeah. Yeah. He said... Uh, yes, David Mabuza asked me and I promised him that if the ANC wins the election, I shall stay. Yeah. But they've got to win the election. Uh, he said, I'm available to serve if the ANC wins the election. Okay. There's, a, there's really, ANC Gauteng really talks about Maria Ramos and that, that Ramaphosa is willing to surprise everyone and go against even maybe what's good for him in the Tuli house and uh, put Maria somewhere. And well, I mean, she does float as, around there as a possibility. Barbara mm, Creasy would also Barbara be, Creasy would, be as a, well. would be a viable. You know, I, I'm almost for maybe, maybe this is aesthetically, right? Ramaphosa, I mean, Mboweni, um, I just imagine him when he was governor, when he was, that was him engaged and him on he top of things. He, he loved, loved it. it. And I have not seen that type of, I've got this under, under, under check, yeah, yeah. Like I'm running this institution. Yeah. So that hasn't returned. I haven't got that feeling that I don't think, well, running the central back. bank and being in government must be too completely yeah, I mean, Maybe, it's, I mean, and maybe you, sh you should shave his head as well. I, mean, I, like, I like the bald look, I don't know. Yeah, I know, there, <laughs> there was too much hair, too much blue, <laughs> too, too much blue in the suit. Too much blue. And the, okay. and the he, check he, shirt, he, check shirt with a curly collar. He's definitely not coming into this show after, after what you've just said. I can't, I can't see him accepting an invite if we were to, no, if we were to offer one. It's Are fine. we getting anywhere with the PRC? Do we know any more um, uh, um, about IO and why, they've, why they were given all this amount of money to, to, to produce a company which is worth a fraction of what the PRC lent it? Yes, you are loving the, the IO story. We, we, we don't know much at this point other than that uh, the companies and uh, CIPC, the old Cypro, yeah. uh, says has, has actually compelled the PIC to recover the 4.3 billion rand it invested But how do they do that? I mean, so, so, yeah, there was a headline there, PIC directors told to recover, the, but it's gone. It's not gone necessarily. Uh, it's been invested in something. There's still uh, the company is worth about yeah. six billion rands now yeah. on the JSE, yeah. but the, the the portion of the PIC is, is half 30%. what it had invested. Okay. It's about thirty percent of what it had invested. So uh, they, they they can still recover the money. What if is, just briefly, does I make anything? Uh, don't um, don't ask that question when the good doctor is watching. IO's uh, whole <laughs> purpose but what is thirty percent in. Uh, BT British Telecoms, as oh they go, and they didn't get uh, that. Yeah, yeah, outside of that, that's an uh, old relationship. That's yeah. an old survey relationship. Yeah. yeah. So outside yeah. of that, I don't know what yeah. IO is. They don't yeah. know what IO is. No one really knows. But PIC says we only invested because of thirty percent. Uh, they didn't get thirty percent. They didn't get it. Yeah. Dead. And then the PIC allegedly flouted a lot of its uh, uh, processes, yeah. which is why the in, commission in order to give in order to give them in the order money. to give this loan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. Um, that's it for today. Thank you very much for being with us and we'll see you again next week.